Barrel Surf Podcast. 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 Yeehaw! Nothing better than watching Mick Fanning just glide in and out of tubes on a right-hand point break. Pipeline is for the fucking girls. You guys are talking about, um, we were just talking about this visual medium and you're talking about a video that's on in the intro music. Welcome to Barrel Surf Podcast, as you and T-Bone. Just fucking stinking it up because it's pretty hot in the share quarters. It is pretty hot. How are we, boys? Good, good. Very good. Stinking it up. We've got a new addition to the shed in the way of a little TV screen that we've busted out the old VHS player. And uh, we've got it silently on in the background. A bit of Fanning the Fire 2001 Lennox head. So that looks like Lennox to me. It's an infamous swell, the East Coast low of 2001 where... Fanning shot this uh, video and, geez, it's pretty distracting, isn't it, T-Bone? Can, T-Bone can't even talk. It's super distracting. I was just trying to think what VHS videos I do have at home and one VHS that just jumped out as he was a Billabong Challenge. Do you remember that one? Oh, fuck yeah. Well, I Kelly remember them all. stood up in an eight-foot super tubes pit. Yep. Well, that was, yeah, the, there was the two desert challenges. There was the... the one on the East Coast. The, there was the East Coast one that was like Sunny nine Garcia. lives or something, wasn't it? Sunny Garcia's here's like, well, we're not here to nut ride Big Surf. <laughs> something like that. And then, yeah, there was the J-Bay, the J-Bay challenge. Yeah, was the J-Bay challenge. Remember the J-Bay one was so windy and Oki comes in, he was that stoned, I reckon. So and he's windy. Just, he's like, oh, me eyes have got a glitch in it. And he's just oh, like look at that one, look at that one. Glitching, he's like winking his eyes. He's like, I've got Speaking a twitch in my eye. There he is. Oh, that was on, to- on cue, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, so once again, visual medium, the, the uh, listeners can't see that. <laughs> we're, we're just watching... Uh, we thought it was a good idea. Yeah. Put fanning the fire on in the background, but maybe, maybe it's not a good idea. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. not. But I think everyone's seen it. Yeah. The issue yep. for me is we don't, I can't hear what the uh, the track is at the moment, but that's all good. Yeah. Hey, um, fucking hell. How's Pipeline? It's, uh, you know, it's a few days ago now. We're just about to probably start, start sunset overnight. So I better, hopefully I can get this out in the next couple of days by sort of Sunday afternoon. But yeah, massive, massive comp. Um. T-Bone. Well, they picked welcome, me up. Welcome back to Southwest, oh, mate. Good to be back. Good yep. to be back. Got back Tuesday. Couple of surfs already. Got the yelling up board riders kicking off on Sunday, mate. Well. The over go. 45s division is probably the most stacked division in, in the club by the looks of it. It's about 17 entrants. <laughs> there you the go. My chance to make a final, but. Straight into some uh, waves on your first day back too, T-Bone. Can't complain, mate. Always Can't a good, complain. good I do. Little- I do have a uh, a, um, a Clive Palmer straight off the bat though for my first surf, but I'll, oh, I'll save you that. You got to save that, mate. Save, save that, that for yeah. later. Doesn't sound good. Maybe that's just the angst of uh, being away on a rig for a couple of weeks. Maybe, maybe you think it's a Clive, but maybe you're just a bit bit worked up, T Bone. Is that a possibility? No, it's a Clive, mate. <laughs> okay, it's a Clive. Okay. I even spoke to some people in the car park and it validated my Clive. So <laughs> we'll talk about it later. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, a few little waves to be had the last couple of days. It was. Uh, Good little south swell came through. Uh, yeah, we had a surf, didn't we? You paddled out and we, uh, yeah, we split a few peaks. Oh, we did. Yesterday we had a little little barrel podcast moment. Namu wasn't there, unfortunately, but uh, we were definitely sitting out the back and splitting some rights and lefts. Uh, Trev, our uh, ongoing 
um, sponsor from Down South Physio. He was out there uh, getting involved with a few peaks. We're splitting a few with him too, weren't we? Yeah, old Froffins Brown on a hot bruise. Yeah, he was. We started talking about our other sponsors, Cheeky Monkey and Forrester, and this is in the lineup. I was informing T-Bone that, that he's got to come around and get his bounty and uh, Trev got all worked up and uh, he, he got a bit of FOMO and just started demanding that uh, <laughs> he needed some beer and wine, so we, we obliged. Mate, can't yep. wait to get my lips around some more Forrester Estate. Yep, very best, good. Best wine. So, uh, yeah, we've had a few little summer waves, but pretty ready for summer to piss off and autumn to roll on where we get the real surf. That'd be nice. Let's get some um, some cooler air conditions, mate. This, this hot weather is fucking killing me. Yeah. Um, especially being an office and I say, yeah, that's right. But yeah, let's get some crispy wind, uh, autumn offshores and let's get amongst it. But it'd be nice. Like T-Bone says we do have the board riders on the weekend, which should be, I don't know, pretty interesting. It's a uh, pretty smallish swell. So we'll see it's what happens. It's going to be tiny, mate. Hopefully I'll get over a total heat score of 10. That's my goal this year. Yes, well, we can't do any worse than me and Namu did in the twin fins, so someone's got to fly the flag for us. At what are you Harrison talking about, mate? We made the semi-finals. Did oh, yeah. you guys team up? <laughs> Shit, no. No. <laughs> that would have been disastrous. No, thank you. Thank you, uh, our, our good friend Sammy Morrison, for getting me for, through the first round. Okay. Yep. But, um, and then but I, yes. I, uh, I actually outscored Sammy in the second round. Did you really? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Fuck, he must have had a shocker, did he? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Not as much of a shocker as you. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, shade down. So, so yeah, we made the semis. Congratulations to Ash and Gummy winning the uh, Ash Spencer win- winning the uh, Twin Fin. Oh, he's a good surfer. Ash. Another good day out. So is Gummy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, enough about our crappy little summer swells. It's winter in the North Pacific, and uh, it's there's actually an absolute thumper bombing through at the moment. I believe as we speak. Yeah, I was trying to look at the Wyomere cam, but. Doesn't just doesn't look that big when it's onshore, you know. Any ocean, it, you lose height when it's onshore. And I was looked at the cam this morning. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't look that big, but it was onshore. It just doesn't stand up. And you also look at it from across the bay without any sort of context of size, yeah. and it could be like a three foot wave. Yeah, and then someone takes off, and they're like a little ant. <laughs> yeah, holy shit, so, that's massive. Yeah, <coughs> I don't you, know. Did, did nice. you see Kaipo's uh, WSL update on the weather and the comp? I thought mm, it was pretty no, good. No, yeah, Kaipo. yeah, he went into a fair bit of detail. I'll Kaipo and uh, was he on the ladder? He, he wasn't on the Bailey's ladder, but um, I, I thought Measure it was twice cut once. I thought it was a good. You, you, you're not guessing. You, you know when the comp's coming up, and I thought it was a yeah. good, good update. Finally, Do you know what? We've all been back. Everyone around the world's been bagging the shit out of the WSL. But the last week, since since uh, I was um, giving him a compliment, then yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm agreeing yeah. with you. They've actually gone. Oh, do you know what? We are fucking. Talk about stinking it up. We are stinking it up big time. We better even just a couple of little things that they've done yeah. like that. You know, like just going. We're we're probably not going to run for the next two days. Instead of going, yeah. check back tomorrow for the call when everyone knows it's not going to happen. And like, having a full like Kaipo, or they had um, Lenny Kravitz. What's his name? Lenny, yeah, yeah. Kai Lenny doing a uh, update as well. Yeah. So you know, just yeah, communications the key, boys. Uh, mate, yeah, the forecast looks. Epic for sunset, but maybe we should knock Pipe on the head first yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and move on to that. So yeah. I do have a question. We might as well, you know, we talk about WSL making decisions, and this is probably the most talked about thing on social media to run or not when they got that that thumping swell. Uh, I'll put it to you, boys. Um, if you were uh, 
Jesse Miley Dyler or Travis Logie, would you run or or, or not? Run. Run. Easy. Give us your reasons. Well, why wouldn't you run? It's a fucking pipeline event. It's not, suppo- it's not supposed to be small and manageable. Yeah. And look, we weren't there, but from all accounts, there was the odd wave. And then, like heaps of people have said, you send them out in inconsistent small surf where the opportunities to score waves are, are not super high. So why wouldn't you send them out into maxed out surf where you've got the same amount of opportunities except those opportunities are tens instead of twos? Oh, you've nailed it on the fucking head, Adzi. Thanks, mate. Couldn't agree with you, mate. No, that's no, probably... You, exactly you couldn't right. agree with me. Well, fuck you then. You that's pad- probably the most you logical out thing you've two- ever said. No, exactly. You're exactly right. Rather paddle out where it's, you know, eight to ten foot. It's going to be exciting for, for people to watch as opposed to paddling them out in that first round and, and a couple of foot and people are doing turns at pipe. So, yeah, because uh, if it's small and inconsistent, there's not that many opportunities anyway, right? No, that's right. So, and that's why they said that they wouldn't run it on the big day because there wasn't enough opportunities. Well, I'll tell you what, Tommy Carroll abs- would absolutely be fucking turning his grave. Oh, he's Kieran Perrow would be... He's not even dead. No, he's not. He, but his future self is oh, just yeah. like... Kieran Perrow would be disgusted, wouldn't he? Oh, Former pipe champ himself and pipe just champ. charger who used to be calling the shots. Pipe used runner to up. Constantly try to send everyone out to the box, even though they probably didn't even have clearance at the time. Yeah. Just like, get out there. Just get out there. <laughs> just <laughs> get out there. We'll film until they tell us to stop running the comp. What it's a legend. Fine. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was a pretty difficult forecast, but uh, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it came to the last day of the waiting period. I actually thought that they fucked it. Yeah. I thought they were going to run out of days, but. Um, you know, they end up picking the eyes out and actually holding, holding out to the last day, and, and they scored, scored some pretty, some pretty epic conditions. Mate, I got a good little story about Kieran Perot. If I should slip that in now or after the pipe thing, it's not As very they long. Say it's Friday, mate. You might as well slip it in. Okay, <laughs> is that what they say? I'll keep that in mind I'm tonight. I'm saying it, <laughs> <laughs> mate. Um, one of the greatest pieces of surfing I've ever seen is Kieran Perot. Actually, he's a charger. He will up north. Yeah. Uh, I was back in, I was in the Sandman here. Sick. I was pulled over on the side of the track. Well, you drove that up north. Oh, heaps of times. Oh. Yeah, I used to go up, mate, this was my car. Good, I used mate. to camp out in the in the car park at Nalu. Mate, I didn't need a tent, didn't really? need a I caravan. Really? I thought you wrapped that up, you know, as a bit of a... Well, not since, I've, not since I've restored it. Oh, okay. It okay. used to be my daily driver, mate. It was full of rust and dents and shit hanging off it and... Yeah. No, I was just belting it. Mate, I drove all the way up there with a nail in my tyre and it was bald. And I remember going, oh, she'll be right. <laughs> a bald nail. Yeah, it was by the end. I wore it down. <laughs> but, uh, mate, I was up there and uh, I was on the track one afternoon. I think I'd, uh, I was maybe out getting some wood or something, which you're not allowed to do anymore. But back then you were allowed to if you went down the track, I think. Anyway, it was a while yeah. ago. And uh, this random car pulls up and this curly-haired frother gets out and just hands me a cold export and goes, here you go, mate. And I'm like, ah, oh, is your name Nathan Hedge? And he's like, sure is. And I'm like, g'day, mate, how are you? <laughs> so he saw the Sandman and saw me out there toiling away in the desert on a hot afternoon, gave me uh, gave me a cold beer. What said, a fucking legend. What a fucking legend. He's just coming in and uh, he was rolling in with, I think, John Frank, the photographer. Yep. And uh, Kieran Perot who was, I think he was like number four in the world at that stage. They were both on the tour at the time, Hoggy and Kieran. Yeah. And I think maybe Navarin Fox was even with yeah. them. And one of the photos is actually on the wall. Oh, you can't see it just up there, but behind the Sandman. But anyway, 
so they rolled in for a, a few days as well, and I was pretty stoked because I was up there hanging out and filming for my movies, and I was like, oh, sick, a couple of CT boys have rocked up into the desert in between comps. I'm going to get some good footage, and, uh, mate, they came up to surf the left, but you know of the the very gnarly right-hander that is uh, up that way as well. Yeah. Mate, super gnarly right. Uh, I mean, it's a big, heavy, shallow water, closes out on these big semi-submerged three fingers of reef, like... Yeah. Most of the waves are closeouts, and every now and then one gets a semi exit. And it's Sick. mate, it's eight foot, it's really heaving. It's like the box with a bad in section on it, you know, like yep. everyone knows the wave, or most people do. And uh, anyway, it was looking really good out there. And um, and the boys are like, Yeah, we're gonna hit it. And and Hog was just cracking tins because it was the afternoon. He goes, Mate, I came up here to surf left, it's not a fucking right. Because it was on his backhand. Typical and not, coffee for it. Yeah, but, mate, uh, to be fair, it's like it was perfect. It was offshore, sunny, like absolutely heaving, spitting KT. tubes. But it's pretty gnarly, you know, and on your backhand, yeah. he was like, fuck that, the end section looks evil. And it was, you know, like fair play. Yeah. Um, but then Kieran Perot, mate, he's never laid his eyes on this joint. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he just went out there and just picked all the best waves, got massive – Help hits, spat out of them. Sick. Got, I got some of the best water shots I've probably ever shot out there. I swam out there. Did he make lubrication? Oh, yeah. There's a hell section of him in there, of these water shots. I think it's might even be like, might even opened the video with it. Like Fuck. it was oh, I haven't mental. seen that. Would that be, would yeah. I find that easy Oh, enough? yeah, yeah. It's like one, mate. It's, it's like backlit, aqua blue, huge water camera pits like just steaming straight past me like sick some of the easily the best stuff I've ever some some of the best water shots I've ever shot but why it was the best surfing because it was just a really really heavy wave that I knew he'd never even laid his eyes on you know you you could understand oh yeah he's a top level surfer and he he's been surfing it on and off for the last 10 years and that's how he managed to pick all the good ones but mate he didn't he just fucking (laughs) went just Never seen it before, paddled out, gnarly wave, and proceeded to just get the sickest pits in a really dangerous situation and got lots of them, man. It wasn't just like he nailed one. He, he fucking nailed about 20 and came in, and I just went and, – and there was other people out who just weren't getting the waves he was getting. It wasn't crowded. That's what KP does, mate. That's what he does, and he just did it over and over, and he came in, and uh, I was just so impressed that someone could do that on their very first session at such a heavy wave. And I was like, that was an incredible piece of ocean mastery by yeah. this guy. And and also uh, an incredible level of, of testicles as well involved and skill and judgment and just, fuck, it blew me away, man. He, he is all testicles. That he like. is. And then he came in. Low level of testicles. <laughs> and, uh, man, and I was just, you know, I was really – Really impressed. It was yeah. Can I have your autograph, Kim? No, mate. He came in. Do you have an export? He come up to the uh, no. Nah, even better. Gets even better. He came in and he's mate because he was at the peak of his powers. He was like number three or four in the world at the time. Might have been number two. It was like mid year, you know. He come in and he's like because we just did this marathon session and come in. He's like, mate, I'm that hungry. You got any food in the Sandman? Oh. And I'm like, mate, I got Vegemite clangers. And I got some like, sandwiches. Nah, yeah, exactly. And I go, mate. I got a Vegemite clanger. He's like, oh, mate, Vegemite clanger, I'd love one. So I think I made him a Vegemite and cheese clanger. 
And we sat on the back of the Sandman reminiscing and I was like, that was a special moment for nice. me. Yeah, definitely one of the highlights of my That's filming okay, career. Man. and Fuck yeah. One of the highlights of my whole surfing career in terms of one of the best things I've, I've ever seen. That's a good little so, story, mate. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I wish we had Kieran Perot back. KP, bring he'd be, back. He'd just be like, ah, found some random right-hander in the middle of fucking nowhere with a bunch of cliffs to get down and dodgy semi-submerged fingers on the end. Yep, I reckon we're calling round one on. Boys, get out there. It's yeah, maxing out, yeah. it's closing out, but I've seen one good one, so we're out there. <laughs> hang, on, hang on a minute. It's 10, it's ten foot, 10 foot, 12 foot pipe with a few wash-throughs. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I don't out. know. My duty of care is suggesting that we shouldn't run today, everybody, so we're not going to. You, you sound like um, <laughs> Jesse Mode. Jesse. Jesse. Yep. So, I don't reckon they're going to get a CEO this year. They're just going to punch on. Yeah. Well, they might be punching on if they get. Any Do more, they need any one? More. Do they need one? That's the they, thing. Yeah, they need something. You've got. You need direction, mate. You can't be rudderless all season long. Mm. But we I, need. KP, I did though. hear that there is going to be some announcements in the coming days. Mm. Cool. So you probably heard it too on. Nah. On the chat. No. Is it, is nah. it Jesse Miley Dyler? Yeah. I wish that I had Jesse's girl. Yeah, that's right. right. Anyway, uh, getting back so to back to Port, mate. Going down, I yeah, yeah really hit a hit, hit a low bar, spot there in the party. But, plan. Mate, um, it's we, we did, all right. Yeah, we did touch on it in another party that hasn't for been released. Pipelines for fucking girls and Friday nights. Pipelines for girls, so mate. We talked about how disgusted I was with the way they dealt with Carissa Moore's finishing one day. Got to give her a round of applause, surely, yeah, mate. Mate, yeah, but. Mate, the way they put her out in shit surf, didn't give her an opportunity to go out on a high note. Carissa Moore, everyone. Carissa Moore. Carissa Moore. Uh, Mate, it was just... Fucking disgusting. It was disgusting. And then what made it even worse... Do you want to hear what the WSL actually gave her? Yeah. Yeti? Crickets. Crickets. Fucking disgusting. Crickets. Mate, yeah, just, you know, okay, they didn't give her any chances. That was bad enough. But when she was halfway, like <laughs> okay, enough with the sound effects. When she was halfway back into the beach at the end of the heat, they cut to ads for three minutes. That's what really pissed me off because, yeah. mate, it's one of the greatest to have ever done it. And uh, mate, where was the fanfare? Where was the videos of her adoring family and fans cheering her up the beach and the celebration of yeah. the hard-earned career? And they. They cut to ads and then just went straight back into the next heat. And I was just like, that was so funny, wasn't it? Can I just give you my take on the whole advert situation? Like, every time you engage with a WSL, right, every single video, whether it's a fucking two-second, two-minute highlights or whatever it is, like a a fucking interview with Tatiana Weston Webb at the Tahiti event with a day off or whatever, every single fucking time you have to go through like two or three minutes of adverts. Yeah. Here's my suggestion, right? You're clearly not making any money. Yeah. Everyone talks about how much money the WSL is losing. So maybe just fucking rethink the whole situation. You're not making advertising money, or if you do, it's not enough for you to... Maybe making some, but it's not enough. Yeah, but just think about it. If, you know, the adverts weren't there, you get far more more plays on this shit. You think? Just fucking shits me. Well, if you don't have to look at three minutes of adverts, you're more likely to click on something. Yeah, in the world of the short attention span and the scroll in in, indiscriminate scrolling. Guarantee that's part of the reason why kids don't watch WSL because they can't be fucked. Was it just us that gets the ads? But if you're watching the broadcast in Europe or the states, isn't it a different? um, 
Probably. Do you get more? Mate, I noticed on stream? if you watch it on Facebook, you don't get the ads. They pan back and say stay tuned. It's actually better on Facebook. YouTube. YouTube as Is well. It? But yeah, right. in America, apparently uh, it, pipeline after the quarterfinals, you had you had to you had adverts. Oh yeah. So there's all these different little things that they've got going around. Which yeah. once again, you need a uniform broadcast situation. Anyway. Like ads, you know, when you were saying how pissed off you were about fucking Riss's departure from the Wazoo. I remember last year when, when Slater finished up in Margaret River and you were pissed off. I remember you actually said to Slater. Yeah, I went up and You are a bit disappointed that the boys didn't cheer you off, cheer you off the beach. Well, uh, no, I ran up to him and, and said – has WA just done you a disservice? Right. I feel embarrassed too. on behalf of the WA surfing yeah. community because you just failed to make the cut. <laughs> yeah. And I wasn't sure whether we should be cheering you up the beach. And, and he said slyly to us, I'll be back. <laughs> Didn't he? And we're just like, oh, okay. Of course he did. Because he was like, nah, don't worry, man. Don't worry. I'll be back. And I was like, he okay. Because I've fucking shot since. Yeah. <laughs> but. I just, yeah, like I felt like we missed an opportunity to cheer him up, mate. You know, you know what we should do? We'll just fucking cheer him up the beach this cheer year. Cheer him up next no year. No matter what, this, no, year? this year. Yeah. No matter in a couple of months. No matter what. You and me, team, mate. We'll just go cheer him up. Well, well unless he gets not, a wild card, he's not making the cut. He's cuts. not looking good to yeah. him making the cut. No, nah. and he's surely won't. He needed no, a wince. Win he'd be, he wouldn't be looking good to make the final of the over forty fives at Young Up <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> Jeez, what do you got against the goat, mate? Fucking hell. Nah, we should cheer him up, I reckon. All the Barrel Podcast listeners out there, if you're down at Margie's. It'd be my honour to cheer it, up the well, goat. How good would that good, be? Good Actually, no, no one else is allowed to do it. We want, we want the rights. <laughs> nah, let's get all the listeners down there to do the full Kelly chair. Yeah, because, yeah, if he's not making the cut, surely they're not going to give him another wild card. He's not going to go on, surely. He, would, he wouldn't, would he? No, but, well, can they give... World champ a second wild card? Probably. They could do anything for Kelly, couldn't they? Kelly card, they can do whatever they really want. But they'll be in a Zimmer frame on a board at some point. <laughs> yeah. Just, yep, wheel Kelly back around, kids. Yeah. <laughs> wheel him around the other side. I Anna. mean, he had that hip injury. I mean, he yeah. still surfed hey, okay, but. WSL, where's yeah. my Zimmer frame? <laughs> I'm glad you picked up on that song. Well played, Demo. Um, yeah, referencing a bit of Kevin Bloody Wilson from the uh, early eighties there, but uh, and Seabone's hometown, Kalgoorlie. Oh, nice. So we, so uh, yeah, wrists no good, yeah. mate. Well, Kelly, yeah, no I just, good. well, yeah, I was just really upset that they didn't. I, I thought, okay, this one time you cannot run the ads at the end of the heat because a five-time world champ has retired in front of you on home soil, and there's surely some emotion to capture on the webcast, some sort of entertainment of high emotional uh, activity and nothing. nothing. Well, guess so what? should have had a pre-prepared, what? pre-prepared yeah. package ready Fucking to go. streamers as soon and fireworks and shit. No, like Champagne. A, she lost her heat. Boom, press play on the tribute, like three minutes. Yeah, the tribute. Chris yeah, Moore's exactly. greatest hits. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, what about Steph Gilmore decision? Well, yeah, that's strange. Uh, well, not that strange, but I mean it's – Did you see that coming? Ah, oh, look, it's not that surprising – and then, look, to be fair, yeah, mate, to be fair, like, it's, it was pretty uncanny that those two have stepped down and then, like, what, a day and a half later, women's surfing's gone 
two levels above anything that those girls did, even Steph though they didn't set even the surf in the moment. She didn't even surf and pipe, right? I just no, she's taken a year off. She's pulled out. Yeah, if she tried before it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I just want to say, I would have liked to seen her at backdoor. I know yeah. she gets criticised on her backhand, but. Yeah. You can't, Steph can ride a forehand tube. Yeah, come I'm on. sure she can, but she can. is she going to pack them at that level? Like, I think I she know. can, mate. Yeah. I don't reckon and she would. I, it just would have been good to see Steph to uh, rise. I remember up. seeing her in a pretty big right-hand pit a few years ago that might have been like Pea Pass yeah. or looked like some tropical destination. That was quite a big no, tube, but it looked super, than super, any of those super girls on perfect. tour. You, you can't yeah, but deny it, was, that, it wasn't just the barrels... It not, was in, the, not in competition. It was the type of barrel. It wasn't a roll into perfect Indo peeling barrel, you know. It was a gnarly freaking lurching, throwing out, Do you remember that backdoor pitch you got last year? Yeah, but it was way one? smaller. That was sick. Yeah, it was sick, but it was smaller than this You can't year. say she can't ride the tube. That's what I'm, I'm not trying saying to say. I didn't, she, I didn't say that at all. Right-hand tube rider. She's one of the best. It's one of the best, but... This was more about the criticalness of the drop and the lurch and the steepness oh, and the unpredictability. See- Look, mate, she could have, but I'm just saying it was uncanny timing. It was. That now those two have walked away and then a day and a half, like a day and a half later, women's surfing has gone to a whole nother level. I, I reckon she even She saw if- the forecast and thought, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> um, mate, I reckon even if... She was thinking about coming back. I reckon after watching that heat at semi-final of Betty Lou and Molly... She'd just go, you know what? I'm fucking not coming back now. I'm just going to cruise around the world. Everyone wants to see me put on really nice surfing displays. Might have a kid or two. And uh, she did just but the thing is, Kanemoku just go around doing your little surfing. Yeah. There's there's a reason why Philippe won two world titles. Every comp's not at pipe, mate. Yeah, that's right. So Steph is still, yeah. I think, like. Oh, she can still win. Yeah. Like you seen her at Trestles, mate. Come yeah, come well, from fifth, won a world title. She's yeah, still sure. fundamentally. Most dynamic surfer manoeuvres wise, I think, at girls. Oh, I don't. I wouldn't say she's the most dynamic. You can't compare her to Katie Simmons or Molly Pickler. She's the most stylish, yeah, for sure. But ladies and gentlemen, saw it three days ago. It's a change in the guard. It's a change in the guard. It is a change in the guard. Um, But she she, can still get it. She can link turns up. Oh yeah, better than fucking half the guys. Yeah, Uh, but no one is disputing Steph's incredible style. It's just. Um, Katie Simmers, Molly Picklam, Bailey Secura. Yep. Who else was in the semis? Well, uh, Bronte should Katie. have been there. Against Katie? Oh, I can't remember who it was. But, mate, with yeah, Sierra right Kerr here. and Aaron yeah, Brooks right knocking here. on the door. Oh, man. Like, it's, it's, they're done. They're they've, done. Been ta- they've been talking about this new era of women's surfing yep. coming in. Yep. Brissa Hennessy, you guys. Brissa Hennessy. She wasn't up to that level. No. But they've been talking about this new era of women's surfing. It is fucking here. It's here, yeah. It's unreal. Like, I love it. We've been talking about it. Like yep. we've, we've seen it. And, um, yeah, it's here, man. That was, I reckon that, I mean, it's obvious that that heat between Molly and Betty Lou was hands down the greatest surfing competitive heat, 100%. women's heat it's ever gone down. Mate, I was sitting here on a Sunday morning with my new little shed quarters TV on the exercise bike, Even watching a heat. It's got the family, mate. Yeah. And, uh, and mate, Flick Palmateer and Laura Enever on commentary, and they were like tearing up watching the heat. I was feeling Flick the emotion. was losing her shit, Mate, I was she? feeling it as well because yeah, it was just like, you know what? I can feel the emotion of like watching something truly groundbreaking. It was it was like a real pivotal moment in surfing going, 
fuck, this is happening right now. And yeah, yeah I was pretty pumped. And this, not to mention the soft spot that we got for Molly because she's been in oh, this very shed quarters and gave, gave us her time of day. And, you know, yeah. so, mate, she, we, we got a lot of love for Molly. So I was pretty 100%, proud, you know, 100%. that she was part of that um, historic day. Yeah. You know? yeah. Let's, let's quickly just talk about, um, you know, our, our uh, you know, our love of Molly is is – not to question we think she's a fucking legend. She's an absolute champion of a human as well. Katie Simmons. Yep. Let's talk about her for a second. She is about, like, she's that small, she could literally fit in my shoe and have a, have a little sleep. She's <laughs> tiny. 40 kilos she's when tiny, she's right? wet. 40 kilograms wet. She f- was fucking packing. She was packing. Packing it and... Holy shit, her fucking skill level is is unbelievable. Yeah, it was epic. She yeah. rose to the occasion. Yeah. Bloody oath. But to be fair and to be stay consistent with my Australian yeah, bias, of course. bias, Molly should have won that and she was uh, – mate. She Katie, needed the backup. She needed the backup. Well, you know what it was? She only needed a four she got the high didn't scoring she? weight yeah. of that heat. Yeah, but you know what? She got the high scoring one and then she had a hell wipeout. Yeah. Right? And then – the wave after that wipeout, fucking copped a gnarly one on the head. And you know, everyone's banging on about when you cop one on the head at back door on the inside, there's no water. So she shallow. had to bail out. She got fucking pummeled, man. Like I seen her come up. She was she was rattled. She was rattled, yeah. I was she was rattled. And then the fucking skis come steaming in to grab her. And she had to fucking put her hand on the front of the ski. Nearly yeah. fucking took her head off, mate. So she's just gone down hard on takeoff. Would have got Smacked in the guts, over the falls, pummeled, <laughs> come up, had to bail out it within fuck all water, probably grabbed onto the reef, got ragdolled and flipped and somersaulted again, short of air, scared. There would have been definitely a bit of panic there, I'm sure, because it was pretty heavy. And then when she pops up gasping for air, there's a fucking massive Hawaiian dude just steaming full throttle. Yeah, and she Kebra. literally had to put her hands yeah. on the, this fucking note. He only just stopped. He nearly yeah. fucking hit her yeah. in the head, mate. And then she jumps on because there's another wave coming. And, mate, jumping on to a ski and getting flicked around in the back with white water bouncing around. Like, mate, you're holding on for grim life. Like, that's a lot of energy expenditure yeah, in a very short Most period of time. Most people would probably go in. You'd fucking go in. And then you're bouncing around on the back of the ski, and then you get the flicked out. Wood. And did you see when she got? This is your third heat of the day, mind you, at Pipeline yeah. too. So you're going to. And fucked. then when she got on the ski, she was so rattled that when she jumped off the ski, she jumped off way too early and got fucking nailed as well. It's like she jumped off at high speed yeah. to paddle back out and got pummeled. And mate, that was it. That mm. she never recovered from yeah, that. So yeah. I reckon. If it wasn't for that sequence of events, yeah, sure. she would have got another sick one. But, mate, yeah. that just absolutely knocked the wind out of her So, yep. and, and, as it would. So but that's my theory Betty, as to why Betty she lost. Lou Otherwise, she should have fucking won, mate. Yeah, she should have won. But Bet- now, fair play to Katie. Betty Lou blew me away. I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't think she was capable. Blow me away. Fuck. Yeah, she, she um, I, <laughs> I've got the, I've got the, um, soundbite for her, for her, but I, I haven't got it loaded up here. Yep. I'll uh, throw a scenario out there, a quick one, Emma, just before yeah. you ask. Um, let's say classic pipe conditions, six to eight foot, and you got Bronte in the final against Molly. Molly every day of the way. Sorry, Bronte. <laughs> well, Bronte hasn't had the opportunity to surf there yet. No. That's all it comes down to. see it. 
Well, you know what though? I've heard a few people throw this um, theory out uh, out there over over the last couple of years since the chicks have been out there. They're going, if you're a free surfer from Australia, even if you're a bloke, over a whole season out at pipe, you're lucky to get like an opportunity or two. And they won't even be the sick ones. No. That's just like any opportunity to get a half decent one, right? So they're saying that by these chicks having uh, – say even if they get two heats out there a year and they get to have three or four opportunities, yeah. they're like these crew are saying, well, that's the same as having a whole winter's worth of experience at yeah. pipe because yeah. obviously they don't get to watch everyone else, but yeah. the amount of actually waves they, they get to catch, mate, it's what some people are getting in a whole season out there. So now that they're on their like third year or whatever at pipe, the yeah. chicks, they're like, they're actually getting experience and Bronte hasn't had those heats at I pipe know that. Yet, I so, know that. Uh, She's behind the eight ball a bit there, oh, but no. we know she can pack big she left pits. Fucking big left pits. There's no doubt about that. No, but, 100%. Um, she hasn't had any pipe experience. Maybe she, I don't think. Maybe she could um, get Job to paddle out with her and yeah. let her get a few waves, like uh, Riss did, like D'Souza did. I've got D'Souza. no doubt that when when Bronte does get the opportunity out there, she's going to smash her. But yeah, she's going to send Molly Picklem is the best backhand tube right in the world right now. Yep, for sure. Um, yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, and it was just. It was the grit and determination that she showed on that wave that you just – and that gets back to that Steph point. Yeah, Steph is the most beautiful surfer in the world, but she didn't have the mongrel that Molly showed by yeah, packing that yeah, 10. That was yeah, just mongrel. That was mongrel mixed with skill and talent. But it was a lot of mongrel no. to just go and fucking go. And, no, I agree know? with that. Speaking of mongrel – yeah, no. Speaking of no mongrel, no, speaking of mongrel, Barramamia. Oh, All right, yeah. before before we do go there, the point I was about to something? make before, we've just spent our initial um, discussions about pipeline, and all we've talked about is the women's side of the draw. Fuck yeah! yeah. Well, it was so, time, yeah. isn't it? Let's raise our beers to yeah, the, yeah. the fucking incredible charging and the incredible changing the guard and just yep. the stepping up of the women at pipeline. It's fucking sick to watch. Girls yeah, can see girls. And, mate, back to that semi, what made it so great is that Molly got the 10 and dominated and then you just thought, oh, Betty Lou was going okay, but it's the Molly show. She's just risen at another level and she, the, Betty Lou's not even the same league. And then fucking with a minute to go, she just turns and packs an absolute thump and backdoor one and, mate, she almost got the score. Like it could have easily have been the score. So you, It so, was fucking mental. So you got you got the Molly, Betty and um, Katie. Yeah. Who else is sort of there or below that is, is – I'll tell the, you who's below those three. The next Felipe Toledo. Chick. Okay. <laughs> He's not a chick, but – Well. <laughs> how much of a gap do you think there is – well, let, let's. I mean, there's have, a lot of good surfers there, Brisser and. Jeez, there's a lot of good, a lot of talented surfers, but can they? Brisser ride Hansi barrels didn't like seem that. like she was quite there. Yes, please, mate. Even though she's obviously spent a bit of time at Cloud Break. Yeah. Um. Um. Excuse me, Lakey Peterson's not there. Joanne Defoe. She's probably not nowhere near it. Cheers, mate. Um. Tatiana Western Webb. She'll have a go. She'll have, well, she'll, she has a she'd crack. be there, mate. Yeah, but she didn't. Well, it might have just been the one. Uh, she's got runs on the board at Pipeline. Oh, yeah. Tell me what you reckon of Marxie. You reckon, she, you reckon she's got a mongrel in the ads? Yeah, I think she's got mongrel. I don't reckon, maybe, she, maybe I don't not reckon a, she's got mongrel. Not, not Molly level mongrel, but mongrel in like 
competitive small mongrel waves, but I don't know if she's got the big wave mongrel. No, I don't think either. Yeah. You can't teach the mongrel, eh? That's the thing. You can no. teach them tactics, maybe improve the style. You can't get them the Tyler mongrel. Tyler Wright, a veteran, obviously got knocked out in the round of 16. I didn't see that. She's She's got she's got a pipe um, credentials, so might have just had a bad heat or who knows? Who knows? But, yeah, I, I think Betty Lou, Molly and Katie just seem like they're streets ahead of, of the other girls on the CT in, that, in those sort of waves. Yeah. So it would be interesting to say um, fucking send them out at Big Chopes later on in the year and send them out at Big Cloudy, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just get them into it. They've um, shown they can do it. Stop fucking I wonder how they're going to go at Big Sunset because um, Big Pipe is like a, a test of willpower in terms of steep technical ability, whereas Sunset, I feel, is more strength and endurance. Reading and the lineup as well. Reading it's the lineup, big lineup. If it's big, I wonder if, like, we, we no longer have to question their determination uh, or skill, but is it just a, a sheer amount of physical presence that might not be there for them to negotiate eight to ten foot? Don't sunset. forget with Sunset too. I, I saw a stat today. There's been more women's CTs at Sunset yep. than every other venue apart from Bells, Bells Beach yep. and Huntington. Huntington. Yep. So they've had a lot of CTs out there. Not mm. saying that these girls have got the experience out there, but but they've never they, can, they, they, they never sent them out in big conditions, you know. Yeah. Which now I feel like they're gonna. Yeah. You know. So, but you look at all those good Sunset surfers from back in the day when it's big. Like Kong and Sunny, like the, the big strong dudes, you know. And you got those West big shops. Giant, in it. Jody Cooper, of course. Oh yeah, very true. Ant Man Patterson, Jake Patterson. I suppose they're not that big, but they are strong little nuggets, aren't they? So I don't know. That's Fuck the only. No. Yeah, that's just that's what I'm getting at. Is mate, they've both is, got is, thick necks too. Yeah, they do, and so. incredibly large testicles oh, that right. keep them stuck to their boards. So. You can't – have you ever gone and pushed Ant-Man in the head? He doesn't fall over. No, the, he's got that very, very low uh, – He's ground. like a tripod. Yeah, he's the – from dicks holding him. He just doesn't tip excess, over. Excess baggage for his uh, conies or what? Yeah, I've, mate, I've seen him drink like 58 beers and everyone else is falling over and his body tries to fall over but it just doesn't. It just the doesn't. Eggs, the eggs just keep him Fuck, waiting. That's incredible. <laughs> he's passed out standing up. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just sleep cannot, standing up. Cannot fall it's down. It's like a giraffe. <laughs> when he goes to bed, sleep at night, he has to actually weight his head down. Yeah, he has to strap his head down to the bed <laughs> to keep him down. So I've got a question for you both. When are we going to hook into Philippe? I'm just waiting for this section. Let's just, just rip in. Mate, let's just rip in. Okay, reason why he pulled out a pipe. What uh, was the official? Well, it was obvious. He's, well, what was the official... Um, uh, well, food poisoning. Yeah, he had food, food poisoning. Food poisoning. What, you didn't know that? Well, I, I did. But You're up I, on the rigs. You had no information, did you? Did, right. Was it a case of fucking Taco Bell, like a bad no, batch? He was, just, he was just shitting himself, obviously. But Literally mate, shitting himself. Yeah, no, he had a, a sahi bowl and just went, oh, fuck. Yeah. I ain't getting out in this shit. He no. must have saw the, the um, forecast. No, he was scared of the day that he pulled out of. And that wasn't even that big. Like you've seen the heat that he got. I've, I've, got, th I've got a theory on this. Do you want to hear it? Okay. So my, my theory is that um, he had a sh shit, shit heat, obviously. Yep. Wasn't packing nothing. But, you know, he took off in a couple of sizey ones, a um, couple of nice drops, but nowhere near the barrel. Just gone. He's just gone, oh, fuck. I've, 
you know, everybody just wants to see me pack big barrels and I've not done that. So I'm going to go, uh, I'd about a sahi bowl or whatever. Yeah. And then he's uh, looked deep, deep, deep into himself and gone, you know what? Everyone, everyone can criticize the wazzle all they want and I can too. So despite the fact that I've won two world titles at Trestles, that doesn't legitimize me as a world title threat. And I do not want to win a third world title and equal Andy Irons, one of the greatest board riders oh. in the history of the world. <laughs> so he's gone, I can't, I can't win three world titles at Trestles. And then disrespectful. Disrespectful. You're just pulling out. history. He's pulling out. It shows yeah. you what, 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 despite what people think, he has got some balls because he's gone, no, nah, I'm not doing that well, to Andy Irons. I I'm could not, fucking nah, believe if that. I'm not doing that to Mick Fanning. Nah, I don't believe that because – it's a if theory. It's a it, theory. It is a theory. I don't mind it though. Yeah, I, I, like, it. I like it. I like that you're giving a, it that much thought. He's a, he comes across a decent human. Yeah, mate. There's no one saying he's a, he's a bad guy, but I feel like if he was going to do that, and you say he has got balls for doing it, then he should have just come out and said it. And that's, I reckon, the biggest travesty of it all is I know me personally. If he just came out and said, <clears throat> "Mate, I'm scared of these waves. I don't want to get hurt." I've got a family and it's just not in my wheelhouse to pack these sorts of waves. I would have been like, oh, well, fuck. I feel a bit disappointed that as a representative of our sport, as a two-time world champ, it's probably not justified if he can't pack a six-foot, six to eight-foot pit at pipe, but I at least give him credit for just coming out and saying, I'm scared. But by coming out and saying, i got food poisoning when the whole fucking world knows he it was a lame excuse, a lie. I reckon that's weak as piss. That, so that's, food poisoning. You're still going out of pipe in a fucking world. Exactly, title, mate. Like, what do you reckon? He did paddle out in the opening round. Obviously, yeah. got a yeah. total total oh, heat mate. score one point seven seven. Yeah, mate. He <laughs> he he just should have been open about it, and I reckon he would have caught way less grief. And everyone's you'd give him a bit of grief, but at least you'd have the balls to just say, "Man, I fucking I'm not up for it." And then you'd just be like, "Oh well, it's a bit lame for a world." champ but good on you for not lying to the entire surfing world so that's why he's copped it man i reckon but and he's that's, that's the whole thing he's grown up in the in the wazzle kind of silent situation yeah, so yeah. he doesn't it. know how to be open and communicative yeah, i rewatched that heat which uh, one the Phil's heat the very bowed the, out elimination yeah oh the, uh, sorry no, the round, opening round yeah the opening round because he didn't even go on the elimination no um i watched the opening round and he was just fully yeah heading for the shoulder all the rest of it and sort of towards the end of the heat, there was Sammy this, Pupo in that heat. Yeah, and it was heat. Sammy, and it was Sammy Pupo, and they were paddling for a backdoor wave. And it, and you know, you know when you see someone in the lineup, and they're they're not the best surfer, or they're fucking a bit scared or whatever, and a good one comes, and they're sort of in the spot, and they paddle, and they do that thing with their head where they like try to push their head up and down to make it look like they're paddling really hard oh, to get it, but then they don't catch it. What I do oh. is I look really annoyed when I miss it. Yeah, see? that's what he did. That's, oh, did you I mean, see that? I mean, other people when, when yeah, in that situation, not me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, mate, he fully did that on a backdoor one, gave it that real hard paddle and, like, pushed his head up and down as if he's, like, paddling yeah. really hard and yeah. then looked angry and annoyed that, like, like oh, like Sammy Pooper got it. Yeah, God, God damn, damn it. it. And I was just like, oh, fucking Fuck, hell. How could, like, and you that, don't, and that's our world champion. That's our world, our multiple world champion. Our two-time yeah. right. world champion. So. Sign, Seinfeld reference here. Oh, yeah. George Castanis, George Castanis, uh, Castanza. Castanza's, um, talking to Jerry and, and Jerry saying, 
George is saying, I'll never do any work. Yeah. He's saying, well, how do you get away with that? And, he's, and yeah, he said, well, I, I just pretend that I'm really busy. Like I'll... Annoyed. Annoyed. I'm just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Work's just... Every time uh, someone walks past the hall or something, yeah. you, you got to look annoyed and angry. Annoyed and just like, oh, and then sticks. And they're just like, oh, man, he's so busy. Look yeah, how pissed yeah, off yeah. he is. I had a boss like that. They did exactly <laughs> that shit. And he's going, I fucking know you're doing a Costanza. Yeah, so yeah, don't fucking try that shit on that. And another good Costanza one that could uh, play into Phil's decision here, famous line, George Costanza, it's not a lie if you believe it. It's <laughs> 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 one of his famous words. <laughs> Maybe. It. But, mate, like food poisoning, can you imagine... Andy Irons going into pipe and having food poisoning going, it's bullshit. I'm not, not going to paddle out because I've got food poisoning. Mate, he'd have shit running down his leg out of his white rising sun board short, be stained brown, and he'd be paddling out there. He'd be squirting in the barrel, mate. The, <laughs> to quote, that ain't that swell. There'd be rinsed corn. It'd be the dirtiest corn you've ever That's seen. That's why, remember that pipeline when that was brown barrels? It yeah, wasn't because the water yeah. ran off. It was because of Andy Irons. He had fucking yeah. he had food poisoning. poisoning. He was yeah. just shitting himself. So, so yeah. Michael, Michael Ho, I think it was ten to twelve foot fractured yeah. left wrist. Yeah, paddled out. Put a, went to the hospital. Got fractured a cast on. Fractured left wrist. Yeah, went out. Not runny bum. No, you need your wrist. Imagine grabbing broken bone. Grabbing your rail, yeah. standing up. That's right. So that's why he shouldn't have lied. Kelly Slater, broken foot, Chopu. Yeah. I mean, uh, come Tommy on. Carroll had some fucking hell injury as well and was out there. Mate, he's you know it, it, that that's the problem. He should have just messed up to it. He's not going to live it down, hey, mate. He's never going to live it down. Tony Carroll didn't surf a heat without having stitches. And in he can't even. Exactly. He's not oh, even. You know what? Fucking mate, this very heat. You know who was surfing with stitches in? Geordie fucking Smith. Yeah, five Geordie. stitches in his foot from the first round. It's he's literally mate. There was photographic evidence. He's like, oh, my foot sore. Fucking surfing out there with stitches in his foot. I mean, that's worse than a leaky bum, right? So fucking, <laughs> yeah, what is it? Yeah, five stitches in the foot. Um, who, who and not, then clinches the heat with 20 seconds to go. Who knocked Jordy out? Oh, I don't know. Okay, but yeah, Baron did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jordy was looking good, huh? Yeah, mate, he, mate, he clinched the heat with 20 seconds left with five stitches in his foot. So how can you compare that to Toledo nah. going, I've got a leaky bum? It's bullshit. So, mate, it's pretty hectic, but... From the other point of view, like, I'm actually, as much as I love to hate on the Brazos, I feel pretty bad for Toledo because it's nothing against him personally. Don't know him or anything and he's, you know, good dude and a good dad and all the rest of it. Uh, like, so I don't know him, but, mate, how it's, would you be feeling with to me it's more three the world million status. people in the world? He's, mate, he's literally had three million people just go... You're a pussy. You're a pussy. Yeah, You're yeah, a pussy. Yeah. Imagine how that would feel. All these podcasts, all these surfing websites, all the comments, everyone, mate. That's sh- and then what do you know? A day and a half later, he fucking pulls out for the year. I'm not surprised, man. That's some well, serious that's exactly right, cyberbullying, man. It's it, gnarly. It, it like is. it's it'd it be is. hard to disappear. I mean, I thought he would have insurfed his 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 main sponsors event, you know, at sunset, but yeah. That's pretty gnarly. And then so you combine all that bullying, the entire surfing world. Just calling you out. You've lied. You've scared. And then to top it off, you've just seen the chicks pack waves fucking heavier. Yeah, They're like yeah. these 19 year old chicks. And all of a sudden, you're like, I'm fucking out of here, man. I'm gone. I'm gone. And he might, he might not even come back from that. That's part, that's, that's part of what I, what I was that's saying. That's hard to come back. The, the legacy. He doesn't want to leave the legacy is the yeah. um, three time world champion that didn't pack a wave bigger didn't than six foot pipe. Yeah. And you to know, be fair, like, Last year, I can't remember about the year before, but last year going into trestles, like he he had already won. 
yeah. if it was a normal calendar year and regardless of pipe. So in a way, you can't blame him. Yeah. It's not like he cheated or anything, you know, like he still would have won that world title. So It just so happened to be that it's tailor-made with this Trestles final. It's tailor-made for him. So it's not like it was – you can blame him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I mean, uh, apart from Philippe, let's just probably get off Philippe now, but <laughs> there was a lot of people, you know, who didn't make the you – know, besides Baron and John, there was a lot of surfers – all the all the guys on, on in the CT were packing it. There's a lot of good heats, a lot of good good efforts. Conor O'Leary um, made the quarters. Uh, thought you know packed a couple of good ones. Liam O'Brien, yeah, he was charging. Know, packed yeah, a couple of good Cal ones. Cal Robbo packed a couple. Um, yeah, Cal Mate. Robbo. Did you see Cade Madsen's uh, wipeout? Wipeout. Oh, that was brutal. Having a crack, young lad. What, what did fucking Snake tell him? <laughs> fucking make no. sure you only. Take go, take off if yeah. you're late and don't paddle too hard for him or something. Well, what sort of coaching was oh, that, no, Snake? Snake, Jesus, just mate. put your head really? down, bum up, and fucking go hard. He must have just told him, "Nah, just take it easy. Don't paddle too hard. You want a late drop, mate? Get more points." Maybe was <laughs> I was just thinking, mate. Yeah, classic. But I, I just lost the name of the guy I was going to speak about. His rookie of the year last year. Uh, Ian Gentile seemed oh, yeah. to do, seemed to manage to get through oh, to the quarters as well. Way through. Did, and he got to the semis, didn't he? The quarters or semis, maybe. I think, maybe, he, I think maybe he bowed out the semis against yeah. John John. And uh, so. yeah, there's some great tube rides. I mean, Geordie got had a bit of a dud heat against Barron, but I mean, you're going up against you know Mate. the future prince of pipeline, so it was probably a bit hard to. Barron Mamaya uh, in his post heat interview uh, was absolutely spewing they didn't run on the big day he was claiming they should have run he said oh. it was he said it was pumping yeah so that's pretty hectic well, there you go if, it, if that happened he may not have won it no, yeah, there you go probably would have he would have picked the good ones though. Like okay well how about a couple of low lights Jacob Wilcox mate you talking about his heat oh, his heat mate. loss he absolutely dominated that heat fuck he was yeah. just nailing all those backdoor waves how good did had, he look, uh, though, leading Kupo up to that on the, was it No, it was Yago no, Dora. Yago Dora. Had him up against the wall Couple and then just, left. mate, yeah, minute and a half left, got sold a dummy, went it, and then right behind it, best wave of the heat, job done, lost it. He would have been absolutely spewing. I was spewing. He put on such a clinic riding those backdoor Looks waves. Super comfortable. And then, mate, because if, if it had got through that day, then he would have been through to that pumping day and then mate he would have been packing big pipe pits and he would have been in the mix you know so yeah it was and then Jack right. Robbo so what do you it, get a quarter finish nah nah nah, Round nah 16. he didn't do it yeah no Round he didn't 16 do finish. it wasn't, wasn't good at all yeah it was fucked um, and he didn't deserve to lose he surfed really well but and then Jack Robbo was uh, another disappointment too West Aussies had a bit of a shocker really um yeah, it's pretty pretty spewing about that. Oh, my fantasy, my fantasy copped a fucking hiding because I just put everything on the two West Aussies. All obviously. right, now, okay, I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, fucking glad take it go. away, T Bone. Glad you. T Bone's been hanging out with his uh, Californian mate, old surf dad. So getting all the guys on what you should do. I mean, I came 16th in in the B, BSP league. I was pretty stoked with that. Oh yeah. Uh, where'd you come, Ads? I think I was in the 60s, mate. I actually. Um, what about you, Nami? Third. Third in the world in 1999, where well, it was. I was also 16th, <laughs> two years later, so in yeah. the world. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you know, um, I don't mean to. You know what I'd. <laughs> whatever. It's, it's what only I, the first comp. <laughs> what I did do, though, I noticed in my fantasy league, I picked all four finalists. I thought that was all right. 
Yeah, well, good on you. That's not bad, but I made well, I, I, I thought that's that was pretty obvious, pretty, pretty, pretty obvious, I, I thought. Oh, Baron was obvious, was it? I picked two. I thought so, yeah. I picked yeah. two of the okay. four. No, I didn't. He was semi-finalist last year. I, I guess I can't I can't uh, argue with you because you flogged me, so. I think I'm last. You didn't think my, Baron in, was obvious? I'm last in our league, well, I think. I thought, yeah, I thought yeah, he was. It's pretty obvious, but I didn't know about a final. I mean. Jack, now tell me what happened Jack, to Jack. Well, Jack. Fucked me because I had him as T-Mans my power doing server. the classic betters thing. Oh, yeah, it's fucking obvious. Yeah, like <laughs> I just put a million dollars on black. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking obvious. It's obvious it was yeah, going to land course. on black. Yeah, yeah. Fucking idiot. <laughs> if it was obvious, everyone would have done it, you clown. Yeah, mate. I don't know. Well, there's I got, I got a lot more people bloody, in front of me. I got sunk by having Jack Rowe as my power surfer and that cooked me. So I but, yeah. obviously had John John. As your because, power surfer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so did I actually. But the thing I just is, couldn't help myself, mate. No, West Aussie. One pipe last year. Uh, He's Jack Robbo. He can do anything. Yeah, and he can. Carissa is my um, power power surfer for the women, and she got knocked down in fucking yep similar waves to Shallows that I day. I had Molly as my power surfer in the women. Yeah, so good on you. Fucking nailed it. So good I thought I was going to be doing all right, but no, I didn't. Just all of you people out there, um, as a former, you know, top three finisher in the world. Just remember, it's a long season. It's it not just five. It it's not just the cut. Although I might miss the cut at this point. Yeah, it's a full. It's a full season. So. Well, you know, you celebrate your wins, Namu. Of course you do. Because you never know when your next one will be. Maybe the fantasy. You got to celebrate. You Maybe if s- you're not in the top half of the fantasy at, at Margie's cut, you, d- you just get cut. You're just, out. Just so get no out more of, fantasy get for out you. Of the league. <laughs> <laughs> you got to celebrate your victories because the was or won't. They won't give you any fucking prizes still. So well, no. one last interesting thing on Pipe. Frederico Marias has had seven starts at Pipeline. Yep. Seven years. You know how many heats he's made it through in seven years? I'd say one. Zero. Fucking zero, mate. Is that right? <laughs> has not made a heat oh, at Pipe in Freddy. seven years. That's pretty gnarly. He's a classic journeyman, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, I know. That's uh, he's your, uh, unlike Leonardo. He seemed to make a few heads yeah, this he, year. He was mate. He almost stitched up John John. That was a good in- innings. Hey, yeah. what happened to Kanoa, Jake's boy? He got a ninth, maybe. Mm. Not too much more than that. He, he's so he got a seventeenth as well. What's okay. that Turtle Bay? He should be staying in the quickie house with the boys. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah what's this shit? Living man. up in the fuck. Get amongst Turtle it, Turtle yeah. Bay. Get amongst it. I'm sure Snake wasn't complaining, but. Tell you what, summer's upon us, and the cheeky monkey beers are going down beautifully. What do you boys reckon, mate? I'm uh, on the hard ginger beer right now. It's a ripper. Gotta love a bit of ginger beer in summer for those hot afternoons, and they're stiff. They taste real good. You can get 10% off if you go in a vas in the industrial area. Tell them Barrel Surf Podcast sent you, and you'll get 10% off takeaway sales. Get it in you. Yeah, cheeky monkey. G'day everybody. It's Bugs here, and you're listening to Barrel Surf Podcast. I like to drink Forrester wines. They taste fucking good. They're made on Wildwood Road. It's one of the best places in the world, southwest of Western Australia. And if you go online, type in barreled to the coupon in the sales department, you get 25% off. It is a really good deal. Type in barreled and save yourself some hell money. Get some hell wine. Yeah. 
That's about going these days, that's he. What about you, T-Bone? Oh, T-Bone's, mate. He's in that good a nick. He just doesn't even need to go to the physio. He's an absolute weapon. But for the rest of us, down south physio, go see Trev. He's an absolute surfing specialist. He's been doing all sorts of weird and wonderful things in the world of surfing, travelling all around the globe because everyone knows you can't froth harder than a Trevor Frothens Brown at Down South Physio. He's on the wazzle. He's on the tools at back at Dunsborough, so get down to Down South Physio. I don't know about you guys, but I've been absolutely stoked with my Shark Eyes wetsuit. Best but, in the business. Yeah, they're pretty sick, so comfy, and they're bringing out a new range. Uh, it's a more affordable range. I believe it's going to be direct-to-consumer online. It's called the Mongrel Range. Oh, the Mongrel. Yeah, which could be good in summer when you just want to really cover up from the sun a bit and not be too hot. So check out Shark Eyes wetsuits. They're killer. Yeah. All right, boys, you ready for the new segment? Yeah, yep. bring it on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, a new segment of Barrel Surf Podcast. We are harking back to the days of the old radio serial Monty Python and all the rest of it. And we have got a new series for you called Adzi's AI Adventures. Each way we're going to pump in some words into the AI chat engine. Interpretation. Adzi's AI's interpretation of AI's adventures. So Namu's going to type in like a sentence that is to do with uh, me or T-Bone or himself surfing and then AI draws a weird picture and also gives you a storyline behind it. Like a he script. types in a script. He's typed in a script. So what did you type in as our first uh, episode? So show me a surfer called Adam on a huge wave with a single fin surfboard. And then it just pumps out a script that's so bizarre. Yeah, this is this probably sounds to the listeners like it sounded to you guys when I was telling you about it. <laughs> yeah, you were this trying is, to sell it to us. This is fucked. What, we're, what we're, are you guys talking we, about? We weren't even listening. We just kept watching Fanning All the right, Fire on VHS. Yes. All right. Okay. So... How's so Adizzy, you're going to start, you're obviously Adam, and I'm the the narrator. Okay. All right, this is called Riding Giants. All right. The sun hangs low on the horizon, casting a warm glow across the beach. Adam, a rugged surfer with a determined look in his eyes, stands at the water's edge. Scratching his balls. Scanning the waves with anticipation and scratching his balls. This is it. My balls feel amazing. <laughs> the perfect wave is coming. <laughs> Adam grabs his balls and his single fin surfboard and charges into the water. The salt spray mingling with his excitement and his balls. <laughs> Come on, just a little bit farther. A little bit farther. I feel my fathering with these balls. <laughs> well, so, mind you, Adam's, <laughs> Adam's paddled out. His muscles are rippling beneath his tan skin as he navigates the rolling waves. His gaze is fixed on a distant swell. With a final burst of effort, Adam reaches the crest of the wave, his heart pounding in his chest. Let's do this. As the wave begins to break. Adam swings to his feet, balancing effortlessly on the narrow board. Adam cuts through the water with precision. The single fin beneath his board. <laughs> Doesn't make much sense, AI. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing, AI? Yeah. Guiding him like a rudder. With each turn and twist, he dances along the water's edge, a master of his craft. Woohoo! The roar of the ocean fills Adam's ears as he rides away. A wide, wild grin spreading across his face for a moment. Time seems to stand still as Adam and the wave become one. A perfect fusion of man and nature. This is incredible. <laughs> as the wave begins to crest, Adam carves the final arc, savouring every second of the exhilarating ride. Adam rides the wave until it finally breaks. He rides the wave until it finally breaks. Yeah. <laughs> finally breaks on the shore, I don't know. <laughs> Leaving him floating in the ocean, heart bounding with adrenaline. That was amazing. With a sense of deep satisfaction coming from his balls, <laughs> Adam paddles back to the shore. 
the setting sun casting a warm glow over the ocean. There you go. Fade out. As is AI Adventures. Yeah. We may or may not have added testicles to the entire yeah, script. There, but There wasn't uh, balls in that. But no, there, was no, there you go. That yeah. was, apart from that, completely written by to AI. To be continued. To be continued yep. next week. Yep. Nice, boys. When T-Bone enters the picture, I believe. Well, I'm going to tell you what happens next week. Adzi, uh, uh, T-Bone steals Adzi's girl. So. You fucking Ooh, prick, T-Bone. Fucking hell, I wouldn't yeah. do that yet. Oh, I don't know. You know a bit of jujitsu. wouldn't be surprised. Knows a bit. He wrestle me and then wrestle my chick. All right, boys. We might get a bit of a. Uh, <laughs> All right. So uh, AI adventures. One. That's pretty As pretty interesting. Adventures. Yeah. It's, yep. uh, it's cool. I think it's funny. We're the first surf podcast that's doing a, ser- a radio serial based on AI's. Probably the last, but. Uh, well, <laughs> that, that might be the death. We've been going for five years. That might be it. <laughs> we may have just jumped the shark. Oh, mate, could just put us into the internet stratosphere with uh, AI will somehow listen to us regurgitating AI and just latch on to us. Maybe we just will stop doing the podcast and let the AI do it. Just do the whole thing AI. We'll just (laughs) just type in one sentence each and just press play and that's it. We'll just sit back and drink monkeys and take it easy. Philippe pulls out a pipe due to runny bum. (laughs) (laughs) I've actually got a little bit of a preview. No, no, come on. Save it for next week. Come (laughs) on. All right. Let's talk uh, fantasy for sunset. Save to say T-Bone's in this. All right. I can tell you what I've got and it goes a little bit like this. Power Surfer for me um, is Ethan Ewing. Yeah, mate. There's some good choices. Of course. It's got to be. I've got um, Ethan Ewing and Jack Robbo, which I think most people probably would. You would. Oh, Man. Jack Robbo's not in the top pick, top round pick he's though. TB, TB, yeah. Ethan um, Ewing, John John Florence is my top two. I mean, how could you not pick those? Two? John John has never had a particularly good run at Sunset. Hasn't some he? Reason. No. Are you sure about? He's won. He won a non CT event there. He's never. I don't think he's ever even finaled as a CT. There, as a CT, so. there was some other. It was like one of those other ones that he won. I think maybe to qualify or something back in the day. So he's won at Sunset. And his surfing suits it incredibly he's ob- well. He's obviously got the um, yeah, yeah. he's got the. It's just a, I reckon mad. it always just depends on his motivation. Can he be fucked? Yeah, well, I think eight foot and it's, the forecast after this huge swell is sort of looking like perfect eight foot sunset for like four days Epic in a sunset, row. Yeah, yeah. So yep. it's going to be really looking forward to this comp. I've right, got a T-Bone, who have you got in your top tier for the boys? Uh, well, I've got Ethan and Baron. Baron obviously won it last year. Yeah, and Baron Mamir. Well, it's fucking obvious he's going to win, isn't it, T-Bone? <laughs> it's fucking obvious. <laughs> and obviously, Ethan, my power surfer, yep. lays the best hammers. Doesn't matter what right-hander it is. All right. Well, I've just ch- I had Ethan as my uh, power surfer, but I've just changed it up to Jack Robbo. Hey, uh, shout out to old surf dad, old Dave. Um, he's putting out some sick little YouTube uh, videos. I don't know if you boys ever watch his, his uh, fantasy... Videos, they're pretty uh, cool. I generally got to work when I'm at work, so I <laughs> oh, fucking time. turn it up. <laughs> just when you go to bears. Dino's just checking the safety situation on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, like, it's a safety. He's right, watching safety old, videos. Oh, Dad, it's all good. Okay, no worries. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I've I've um I've seen a couple of his videos. I wouldn't have known about it obviously if you hadn't yeah, been on there, but yeah. seems like a pretty funny dude. Uh, yeah. Have you boys put Jacob Wilcox in your fantasy team? Um. No, I've gone a full natural. Like well, I read a stat somewhere today saying that a goofy hasn't won at sunset in like thirty years or something. I've got I've twenty-five got, years or something. I do have one goofy though. Who? It's not Jacob. 
Ooh. Gabriel Martina. No, it's, no. Cole, it's Cole Hauschman. Ooh, big, strong nugget of a man. A big dude. Doing it goes big. back to that conversation we had yeah. earlier about yeah. strength at sunset. He's got a Ricky Bobby 33rd in his first ever event. So that was unexpected, was it? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it happens super, super quick. You Before you know it, you're out. So, all right. So, I've got this is my full team, Ethan Ewing. I've got Baron Mamiya in there at the moment. Jack Robinson, Griffin Colapinto, Kanoa Igarashi, oh, Gabriel Medina, uh, Eli Hanneman, and Kayo Ibelli as my full Kai roster. Is, Kai's a good pick, mate. Well, I mean, it's it's a no-brainer. TSA, if you can get any value out of them at all, you, you're doing well. Uh, and in my late dares, I've got Molly Picklin as my double power surfer. She's obviously the carryover champ from last year. Gabrielle Bryan has done some good things at Sunset in the past. Bruce Hennessy also a former champ at, at Sunset. And I've got a bit of a ruffie in TSA, but they're supposed to be ruffies. It's Sophie McCulloch. Mm-hmm. Uh, winner at Halieva, which is obviously a pretty different way, but there's some similarities there. Yep. So yeah, I've, I've gone pickles for the power surfer and TRA, so... It's all about that. Easy choice, that yeah. one. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I think so. She's on a heater. You're feeling pretty good. Pissed off that she almost got run over by a freaking jet ski in her final and nearly died. Yeah, had to so, do the full uh, yeah, bonnet. I'm down with that. that one. Hands on the bonnet. Mm. Um, cool. T-Bone, anything else to add on that? No, I've got Jack Crosby, Liam O'Brien and Maddie McGilvray. In the lobby. Women's. Yeah, I didn't realise. They, have they tra- um, transitioned, <laughs> have they? <laughs> I'll tell you what, I was looking at the um, Yelling Up Board Riders this weekend. They got a cash prize, and I think at this stage there's only a few entrants. So I was thinking of transitioning. Can across I the uh, identify myself as a he, she? <laughs> yeah. Can I? They. They. Mates, uh, yeah. All right, Looking let's move, to move on. Steve. Let's move on to the Steve's and the Clives. All right, let's do the Clive Palmer Cups and okay. round everything up with a bit of positivity. I've got a, a couple of good Clives today, actually. I'll take it away. Go hard, mate. Go hard. All right, well, shall I start? Yep. yep. Okay, so we're in the midst of summer here and uh, last couple of weekends I've spent a bit of time down at Yelling Up. I was down at the um, Woolworth State Titles all weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it absolutely blew me away how, you know, if, if you're listening from afar, Yelling Up is, you know, it's a beautiful beach and all the rest of it. And for some reason the shy over the last couple of years have gone, do you know what? It's the busiest beach in the southwest. Let's reduce the number of car parks for some reason. So <laughs> let's do that. Uh, on Saturday afternoon, when I left, I counted 17, no less than 17 backpacker vans. Oh, fucking you. are going to 17. say you going to say that. Yeah, 17. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, they were, they were camping, essentially. They fucking had their, nice. their little card tables out and... Fucking cook. Kumbaya, fucking... They, Bongo drums. You know, there was hacky sacks. Hacky's <laughs> being sacked everywhere. and Posters of Frederico Mariah oh, stuck on the post, wall of their yeah. band. Boys who, is, who is the, you know, he's the Kumbaya lord of the backpacker. Surely. Frederico Mariah's. Can I just say. Go on, mate. Can I just say that when I was when I was traveling through Europe, I did actually sleep in a in Mandaka outside the church where I wasn't supposed to. So I can Stealing <laughs> holy water to fill up your... <laughs> 
Yeah, um, hey, we've all done it, mate. Yeah, I know, yeah, I, know, I, know I know. There's 17. I know, I know. No, I, I, I'm not disagree. More. I'm not There's dis- only about 40 car parts in the whole fucking lot. I'm not lot. disagree with it because I was actually, that was part of my Clive as well, Namu. Oh, yeah? And Yeah. No, c- continue with your Clive, mate, but I just. Right. So, I mean, what you know. You, what are you going to do, though? You know the weird thing about this whole thing? Fair about all these back- Yeah, all these Fair things with the, the backpackers. And like my surf the other day, it was like hardly any Australian accents in the car park and it was pretty crowded. But then all the hospitality and all these businesses down here are still claiming they don't have enough workers to fill the roles yeah. of waiters and barmen and dish I don't need and to all. go out. <laughs> you love going out. You're a social I, butterfly. I'm home. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> so it's sort of weird that it seems like it's overrun in the car parks, but then all the businesses are claiming it's just because all the young Aussies are like, I'm not fucking washing dishes. I'm going to the mines. Yeah, I'm going FIFO. Yeah, I'm going FIFO. Yeah, yeah, I think that's FIFO. what it must be because – yeah, you you need those backpackers, man, to service the hospitality industry, right? And labouring. That's and fine, fines, but yeah. there should be some sort of limit. It's not terms allowed of to go to the beach. That's car park, yeah, don't don't go surfing and don't. You gotta stay in the vineyard and pick grapes while we go surfing. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> one know. it's one thing with fucking Peppermint Grove um, residents and all the rest of it taking our parts at yelling up, but. Stinking bloody juggling yeah. Italian backpackers. No, I agree. If you drive there now, they'll be there. No offense to Shout you. Shout out to Forrester Estate Winery for uh, letting a few of their backpackers to come in and pick stay on their property. Yes, park their vans. That's they've what got we a want. dam up there. They've got a they've got a abolition. But you know what block. you want to do is put a put a steering bar on the, on the car so they can't actually leave. <laughs> the old club lock. Exactly. <laughs> Just take their tires off. One of them kicking around somewhere. Just rip their tires off. Actually, yeah. a couple of backpackers came around and gave a mate of mine. A hand to lift his uh, spa. Yeah, there you but go. Thanks for those two See, they, got their, they got their advantages. <laughs> yep. Hey, we've all backpacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't, you know, car parks are a premium. Uh, it's, it's, it's 17. Especially yelling up. Yeah, that's so bullshit. So gnarly, car parking in There was else. probably about 10 this afternoon when I had my swimmer yelling up. Yeah. And I was just looking. At and it. it sounds like it's all over WA. There was when I was in Exmouth, when you when we were in Exmouth last July. Yeah. Like you go Fair to – What's the little rolling wave? Yeah, yeah. Bloody yeah. Wibiri, yeah. and it's fucking And you can't get a spot, and you're like, man, yeah, I've been yeah, working yeah. all year. Yeah. I got my drag me family up here, kicking and fucking screaming the whole way up here. Home it's school holidays. Right. It's school holidays. Go so elsewhere. I, I want me little way, and, you, and then you've got to park all the way down yeah. the road, lug all your shit down, because some dude's just been uh, sunning his asshole. I think asshole. I actually picked you up you the road it? at one point, didn't I? Hey? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, I was Sunning his corn. Yeah, it's just... Full anal bleaching down anal there bleaching for fucking half the day. Down there, when we're lugging all our kids' luggage up. Yeah, no. Nah, so there was one goes. dude cutting his toenails as I walked past. <laughs> yeah. It's like, did he flick him at you? <laughs> you it's like, yeah. Fuck not you, only you're in a fucking bongo backpacker van, you're fucking flicking your fucking toenails on me as I walk past. Wow. That's yeah. that's kind of next level, mate. Yeah, it's pretty so funny. That's, that's my um, uh, yeah. Clive Palmer. It's been lots of people's Clive's recently. I think. Yeah, uh, well, and the other the other thing I've got Clive, is yeah. um, this might sound like pretty sort of mean, but you know, sweet. I'm pretty grumpy, so <laughs> get fucked. Um, <laughs> no, the this thing that this thing got me today was um, I'm all all for being considerate on the road, but. Mm. This person here on the way to the school drop-off this morning literally stopped yeah. so someone could, like driving along uh, Gifford Road, literally stopped so someone could go Lost across the, the intersection yeah. in a car. Yeah. Like yeah. stopped. So there's like Fucking 12 yes. cars behind. Yeah. yeah. And 
50 k's an hour, stopped. Yeah. I nearly ran into the back of them. Fuck. Yeah. And the only reason they stopped was to let someone across Being the road. Being courteous. But it's not the road rules. Too courteous. Too yeah. courteous. You just stick to the road rules. Everyone else Was is it a hot chick that walked across the road? Or no, in another car. No, it was a car. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know who did he stop for? Was it a- Another car. Another I know the car, scenario. Yeah. That you see, you go to OLC, you don't oh, understand. Oh, another car. It's this a fucking Dunsell Primary. This is primary. Green Acres, right? Yeah, you know, you know Green Acres. I mean. Yeah, but it's that whole network of that primary school with all those little corners and intersections and there's this crazy extra courteous thing going where there's some unwritten law that- one car turns in and one car goes. One t- car turns in, one car goes, right? And it's like, that's not the road rules. No. That fucking road goes and then – so it messes you up. So when, I, understand, I understand that one to a certain extent because yeah, okay. it's, like, so, it's just bottleneck to fuck. Cars bottleneck. It's still – it but catches is, the driver. We are, we are yeah. driving along the road. There's yeah. no precedent for this. No. Yeah. yeah. You're like and 500 metres away. Disadvantaging – all the cars behind. Yeah, it's not. There wasn't like there was a lineup of cars behind this person. Yeah, mm. he was just the in only the zone. Person. They're in that courteous zone. Yeah, like, and it's catching the unawares driver behind because yeah. it's something that is shouldn't be happening. It's out of the blue. So my message here to the drivers of the world is mm. be courteous. Yeah, but also think of the other cunts behind you. <laughs> be courteous to your asshole. No, well, OLC, mate. They um, they just follow the road rules. Yeah, no, you just don't have as many corners up there. That's why. Yeah, we got to navigate through like fucking twenty turns yeah, to get up yeah, to that. It's the yeah, worst fucking yeah. spot that school. But anyway, that won't make a lot of sense to anyone who's not All from right, uh, Dunbar. <laughs> so, uh, mate, I've got two Clive's, two quick ones. The booking system in Exmouth to get to your Exmouth fucking winter holidays is a fucking nightmare, mate. I don't know if you guys have ever done it. It's a government deep website. Sites? Deep or sites. Oh, my God. It's fucking brutal. You right like with you. Six, six months out from when you want your holiday, you've got to be up at midnight. 180 days. 180 days. At the, when the clock ticks midnight. You've got to be up at midnight. You've, you've, got, to be got, up to midnight. Have, you've got to have three bird feathers yeah. in your bowl to your right. And yeah. You've got to have a key, yeah. a chain, and a fucking – Yeah, oh, you've got to have holy just, water oh. dipping on your nuts. Exactly. Mate, it is so brutal. I got up four nights <laughs> in a row singing in the over my Christmas holidays at midnight. By 12 o'clock and 15 seconds – they're gone. Gone. So, and it's like, oh, fuck. And then you're all revved up. And then the, the website's clunky and sometimes it just resets for no reason. And the next minute, oh, 200 people in queue. And you're like, oh, it's so brutal, man. It's fucking brutal. So I'm nominating that whole booking system and just how crowded sort it, it out. obviously is. Well, it's just so everyone wants a piece of it. It's just fucking packed up there. It's yeah, just, but it's the same scenario as Yale. Every it's single just, year. There's just not enough fucking campsites up there for everyone. Yeah. It's really Twiggy's fault, fucking cock liquor. Open for, up the uh, fucking caravan park, <laughs> mate. Absolute ass oh, bandit. I'm, I'm, a, you know, I'm all about the charities and shit. Yeah, the fucking charities. open up the caravan park, yeah. you coach. You shut down oh, one of the only two caravan parks up there and now you can't fucking book on the – got to stay up in the middle of the night on your Christmas holidays. Then I couldn't get back to sleep every night. Three oh. years later, the place is still shuttered. Nothing's so, happened. Yeah. Did you get a booking? Oh, I did. I did four nights in a row. I was getting angry. I was yelling at shit in the middle of the night. Then I'd get so worked up. Couldn't get back to sleep till fucking three o'clock. Then I'm Man, fucked the next cloud. day. Then I had one night off and then I had one more crack at the title and, you got and it. I got it. And well, I'm like, that was fucked. Um, yeah, least, it was brutal. At least you got a spot. It would have been fucked if you did four nights. My mate. Four night shifts. My mate did six in a row and didn't get one. Oh, no. Six nights in a row. Uh, so he'll got be one staying at, with you then. At Tolkien Beach. 
Yeah, yeah. So, so how big's the site, mate? Can we all pull in? Yeah, well, fuck yeah, that's it. <laughs> but, uh, mate, so I've Can got that one. Can we do an Etsy and just pull in? Yeah. And then, uh, mate, I've got another one, which I think I mentioned before, but didn't quite make the cut, but I've, I've seen it again since. Fat kids on e-bikes, T-Bone. <laughs> mate, this this fat dude, this little dude riding along. Yeah, and he had this... Fuck, he wasn't peddling at all and he's just steaming along and he's heavy overweight. He's like 11 years old and he's just gave me this. I was looking at him. He just gave me this shit-eating grin like someone had just stolen your pack of chocolates. He was taken off down the road. He, he looked so happy with himself, so pleased yeah. and he wasn't peddling and he's overweight. And I'm like, mate, you got to pedal and then you will probably won't be so fat, you I little know. prick. I know, <laughs> I know, mate. It's, uh, it's a sign of the times. But, it is, uh, it is. Mate. If your kid's it struggling fun, with though, weight issues, it? don't buy them an electric bike. Just get them a pedal bike. It's a, you know, a pedal power. Yeah, or, or come on. Even a scooter, you know. It's just steaming around, steam, stealing everyone's chocolates and no one can catch him. That's what's happening. What do you got for your Clives, mate? Mate, well, thing is, Namu pretty much had my Clive. Like, he, he covered the land part. I mean, it's probably a Clive that's been spoken about, so maybe I won't even touch on it. It's backpackers, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you know... I, when I go away, I, I work hard. I come home and first day I'm frothing to go down the beach. And then I, does I, he work hard though? Has he? <laughs> yes, he does. He does. Works very hard. I've seen his productivity sheets, his data sheets, his memories. <laughs> his boss long, listens. Remember? He works long hours. <laughs> yeah, he works real long hours. Yeah, my boss yeah. is listening. Shit out of the boss. Yeah. But Speaking um, of your work, you got any more fucking gloves and safety goggles and shit for me, Tebow? Fuck. He brought home these gloves, gave them to me, those gloves that he gave us. I tried to cut the fingertips off for a bit of extra they dexterity. I bet they didn't cut Brand off. new freaking razor blade. I couldn't cut through the thing. <laughs> I was like, fuck, this is the sickest gloves I've ever seen, mate. The bullet literally couldn't cut them with a fresh razor blade. I was hacking away for yeah, like five yeah. minutes. Yeah. So uh, yeah, a bit of feedback for your gloves there, mate. No, They're fucking no, dynamite, those things. The, um, the sales guy is always hit me up. Yeah. New products, so I'll give them that feedback actually. Yeah, mate, they were literally you couldn't cut your finger off, even well, if you, you were say they're dynamite. You actually tried dynamite, too. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they would be blowing the ends proof. off them, yeah, but yeah, so yeah, sorry, T Bone. Anyway, well, in a I believe again. there might be some um, some glasses at some point. They haven't, yeah. they haven't said those, true, true. Well, I'm actually going to give the glasses a bit of a plug, not if we don't so, have any, <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got some. <laughs> oh. so, I like well, how you and I, me drummed up a bunch of sponsors put, to share yeah. around. No, so he's, he's got one. He's, he's got one. No, boys bought one sponsor one on board and just gave us fucking nothing. I bought them. I bought them. Oh, I did. I bought okay, them. Okay. I, I supported a mate. Uh, good for new you. business. So, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I lost my train of thought there. No, yeah. Uh, okay, so I couldn't get a car park. Yeah, down the beach. Yeah, and I could see bongo vans fucking lined up. Must have been about. 20-odd bongo vans. The smell of incense feeling the air. <laughs> so I thought, for fuck's sake. Okay. So then I parked, you know, down the road. And then when I walked down to the beach, must have been probably half of Florinopolis out in the surf. <laughs> <laughs> but they couldn't surf. They couldn't surf very well, but they all just paddled. Ten of them head down. Fucking I thought, this is fucked. Like no surf etiquette at all. That's so we need to start... Well, keep talking about this. We gotta start fucking setting setting some what, sort of rules. What do you, yeah, what do you do? Don't know. Send you can't. Well, you, well you, it's not like the eighties where you could just gang up and beat them up, and then you know. Well, because <laughs> video phone cameras. That's why. So yeah. they're not going to take phone cameras down to the base. Just drop they? in. They will, mate. They probably just got drop GoPros in. That's and what shit I did. Like, just drop in. Yeah, I just yeah. dropped in. Yeah, okay. 
Yeah, good. Oh, that's fine. That's, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's good. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, mate, yeah, I've probably said it before, but if I'm at one of my local breaks and it, and it's really good, like I won't bother if it's a bit shit, but if it's fucking pumping yeah. and I'll get some outsiders try to haggle the peak, oh, mate, I'm on a bigger board, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm going. If it's my turn, I'm going. And maybe even if it's, you know, if, if they're just sniffing around and they're blatantly, blatantly not from here... And it's like a really good day. Like you definitely just got to be a bit more ruthless. I fucking if it's guarantee a, they're doing it at their home breaks. Oh, 100%. To us. Yeah. And obviously if it's other locals and other, you know, normal dudes from around here, you, you're not doing it to them, you know. But, mm. uh, yeah, you can't you can't go full Hawaii on them in the 80s and 90s and start beating them up because – No. Like blow the you, whistle, like down the, the, yeah. the old pipeline does. Probably means you blow the whistle oh. here and there's fucking no one on the beach to hear it. It's like <laughs> you're just whistling away. You're like, is fucking Phil Toledo's dad in the gyms? Or what's going on there? <laughs> if a tree falls in the forest and yeah. no one's there to mm, see exactly. it, does it actually happen? All right, what about Steve Irwins? You got any good ones? I do, but I've lost my train of thought. So uh, if I've, you got, guys I've go got two on. good ones. Go on, shoot, They're shoot. a little bit older. Let's uh, hear it. Hang on a I've got some crikey stuff to there are, on. Oh, yeah. And here we go. Crikey! <laughs> Mate, um, they crikey! around New Year's Eve. One's New Year's Eve and one's New Year's Day. Really? Uh, yeah. So they are old. So New Year's Eve, uh, I don't know if you remember, but the previous New Year's Eve... I took the title for last wave of the year at Yelling Up Mainbreak. Yeah. I um, made a special effort. You know, Yelling Up is a really awesome place for New Year's Eve. Everyone gathers on the lawn, watches the last sunset, has a few beers and you all the rest of it. You whole story again, are you? No. It's a good I, story, though. I could, but uh, no, but I did it. It was hard. I'd had a few and it was actually big and onshore that day, but I, but I got it and I yep. nailed it and I was, I was stoked. Boom. But anyway, down there this New Year's, and uh, and I've just pulled in at about five thirty, and I'm about to get out with the family and have a beer, and I get a, a random text from me old mate Franz Knapp, Franzi, Franz Ferdinand, Franz Franzi Knapp. He's a local charger, and very nice guy. Um, and he sends me a little text going, "Hey mate, are you gonna try to get the last wave again?" Ooh, and I was like, oh. "Yeah," and I was, and he's like, "Because me and my son Felix, we want the title," and Ooh. I was like, "Oh, I love how he." You know, threw a bit of uh, a, a, a not a tip of the cap, you know, towards me to go doff the cap. Doff of the cap. Are you? Uh, we're challengers. Are you up for it? And I said, mate, I didn't even ring a board this year. Was offshore, but like really, really small. Bring and it I was on. like, mate, I didn't. I no, nah, I didn't even ring my board. I'm like, you're on. And he's like, yep. Yeah. My son Felix, who's like 11 or 12 or something, he wants the title. And I was surfing mate, I was, really well too, Felix. Yeah, the only he champion. Is. And, uh, mate, I was so stoked. I was like, oh, I love that Franzi's instilling this sort of passion and, you know, something really cool. So about five minutes later from the text, I've actually seen him on the grass and Franzi's having a beer and, you know, and they're getting prepped. So I've gone down, had a chat to him and had a chat to the young fella. He was pretty pumped. Um, Cut his and, Achilles off. Achilles oh, yes. Tendons. Had a big, yep. big injury up, up north this year in winter, didn't he? No, yeah. no, no. I was saying, did you cut... Felix's Achilles. Oh, so no, good. I didn't. I, did, well, I didn't have to because, he, mate, he almost did it himself yeah, at yeah. Nalu this year. I saw a huge gash in his foot right. um, from winter. So that he full Carnarvon trip to hospital. So, uh, no, it was already partially severed, so I didn't have to. But, um, mates, they've gone – I've gone down the beach for a swim and that with the fam and they've paddled out, gone on a big softboard. They've gone tandem. They didn't oh. even go separate boards. I was like, oh, this is cool. There's no <laughs> one out, mind you. 
They take headlamps down with them? No, or? no, we're still, you know, sunset's like 7.30 or whatever, so, because, you know, it's that time of year. But anyway, they're gone out. There's no one out. And uh, they go out and it's tiny. They're waiting. And every now and then, it's like every 10 minutes, there's a little dribbler, a little clean dribbler. And anyway, and it was like, oh, cool, they're going tandem. And so they've gone out there and, mate, they got, like, took them a while, but they got a wave and they both stood up on it together and we're riding it together. And we're all, like, cheering from the beach. It's a pretty big crowd there. And... um I was like, mate, what a what a way to do it. What a great way to do it with your son. Mm. Last wave of the year at one of the most crowded spots on the coast. Um, doing it, riding at tandem. It was clean and, you know, it was fucking awesome, right? And I was, he, he ended up getting a few more. And they rode it right towards the reef, almost fucking killed each other because like, <laughs> it was so small and shallow, you know. And uh, anyway, I was like, fucking legends. They've done it. Well played. I start well played. walking back up the steps and up to the grassy area to get stuck into the hummus and fucking cheese <laughs> and a few more tins. And uh, I see some fucking rando backpacker fucking dude. Oh. It's a backpackers. They cl- they're creeping in everywhere. He's just fucking Not necking today, a mate. beer. Not today. Necking well, he, a well, beer. He's eating your hummus. He was, he was fucking making hummus. And, uh, mate, waxing up his board, about to trot down the steps and take the last wave of the year. And, and I'm thinking – Franzi and Felix are probably already on their way in. They're going to get fucking stitched. Young Felix would have paddled back out. And I was devastated. They didn't know, but I knew. I was looking at this guy going, where's this fucking guy going? So I was upset for them. But mm. they paddled out. Franzi and Felix seen him coming. Oh. Uh, he – it was some blow-in. And, um, mate, he paddled up to him. And Franzi's like, mate, we're trying to catch the last wave of the year. And he's like, yeah, well, I was too. Pulls out a fucking beer out of his pocket, oh, gives it to Franzi. You're kidding me. Yeah. And I was like, and so bribery. Was, and, and bribery. And then, but Franzi and that, Franzi didn't have a wetty on, that's right. So he had to stick it out for like an hour and a half, freezing his tits off, stuck it out. The other guy was probably half cut, so he only had one or two in him. So Franzi had his beer, and uh, that was pretty cool of the guy to paddle well, out with a beer. And uh, where was he from? Don't know. Don't know. But, mm. uh, Franzi and Felix, they stuck it out and they got the last wave of the year and they had to really fucking fight for it. And uh, I thought that was well worthy of yeah, Steve Irwin's salute. Fuck. Yeah, well done, Franzi and Felix. Yep. So Even the ba- why, oh, didn't man, you, that why didn't you tackle the backpacker and say, not, not today, mate? Yeah, I should have, shouldn't in, I? Stay in. Yeah, I should have just... Once yeah. again, did you steal yeah. his beers when he went out surfing? No, oh, I don't know where he he just like emerged from a fucking <laughs> broken down van from somewhere. Like at a concert, <laughs> just, <laughs> just popped up in the grass. Yeah, he just grew like a magic <laughs> mushroom a, in a bailing up pine forest. That's what they're doing. These <laughs> these backpacker vans are so yeah. dirty. Yeah, they're just growing all these fucking yeah. fungus you know, in there, and that, they're turning into new backpackers. That's right. Those toenail clippings yeah. are, are falling down the side of the van and amalgamating with the mold <laughs> of some leftover. Cacciatore sausage <laughs> and just generating into a new DNA clone of more backpackers. Oh, yeah, it's, so a, it's, a it's a problem. Terminator, they, they smash and they <laughs> yeah, exactly. break into a million pieces and they all just amalgamate <laughs> back into uh, super backpacker. <laughs> and then I got one more sleeve and the very next day uh, we went down to Smith's Beach for a kid's whitewater grovel. Um, mate, you've got to hike down about be about a K and a half, I reckon, down a pretty steep, rocky track, then across the hot sand beach. It was pretty hot. It's mm. middle of summer. I'm lugging nine-foot softies and kids and that and me and Steve-O and all the kids and down there and, mate, having a great old time, right? 
and uh, and and up the normal end of Smith, the tourist end, it's obviously packed, you know. But there's the waves, the sh- shore dumpers up there. The waves where we went weren't even waves; they're just white waters. But at least yeah. they break off the beach a bit, yeah, so the yeah, kids yeah. can ride them. And anyway, we're out there having a good old time. There's no one else there because it's a bit of a hike. And then as I'm out there, I see this pasty looking dude with like one of those like four year old um, Kmart bodyboards under his arm. This dude's like. 6'3 and white and it's got this you could blatantly one of those Kmart boards it's not even a full size one and then he's got his kid with that sort of weird netting stuff yeah yeah the netting like synthetic sort of uh, wrapping around it or something and he's got his kid who's about 12 or 13 and and I I can just see that they've they're not from here I could just sense it from a long way away right and my my spidey senses (laughs) and uh mate and I and before they even got there I was sort of like I was sort of impressed because I, I just read the play instantaneously. Knew, I could see the crowd. It's New Year's Day. Smith's is packed up the other end where you all the car parks up there and heaps of people on the beach and lifeguards, which are only there like one month a year. And it was all happening down there. And I realised straight away that this guy who is from not from Australia has seen us like way up the beach and thought, oh, they're doing some sort of surfing. I've got my U-Butte board here. Let's trudge up the beach in the hot sun with no shirt on and uh, in his pasty white skin and go and see what it's all about. So he comes all the way up and then they're just standing in front of us and they're like looking on in awe as our kids catch these knee-high whitewaters and think, he's thinking, fuck, how does this even work, you know? Wow. Yeah, and they sort of stand there and they sort of venture in. Obviously like a, being European, he was naked. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and, um, uh, mate, he's, he's pretty much... Um, D- just like gone about three meters into the water. Not not it. We're like about twelve meters out the back. Like we're we're out the back, you know. Like, and I can see him fluffing around in there. And we've been going for hours. And I just went up to him and I was like, started chatting a chat. Mate, it's New Year's Day. The sun's shining. There's no one else around. Start having a chat. Where you're from? He's from. Uh, he's f- he was from. Uh, he was Dutch from uh, what are you Netherlands? Netherlands. He's from the Netherlands, yep. right? Amsterdam. Yeah, I can't remember. It wasn't Amsterdam, but he was maybe the Hague. Yeah, mate. He was, and I like I like the Dutch. They're a good crew, I reckon. Um, and I'm not fans. Of women, are, women are very tall. Yes, they are. And hey, this guy was tall as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, mate. I, I just picked it straight away and he's like, oh, yeah, we're here for a three-week holiday driving around Western Australia and then we're going over here. And it's like, mate. And I was like, oh, fucking good on you. And I'm like, so you walked all the way up the beach? He's like, yeah, we've never surfed before. We 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 were trying to surf down there because we heard there's good surf here, but it was slamming on the shore. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, man. And I said, look, does he, I had a nine-foot softie. I said, does your kid want to have a go on my board? I'll, I'll help him. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'd love to. So, yeah, that big thing right there, absolutely massive tank and nine-foot softy. That is a big softy. Yeah. So, mate, I've taken his kid out the back and uh, gave him a, a quick rundown, pushed him into this white water straight away on his feet, rides it all the way to the beach, steps off on the sand next to his dad, did it five more times, stood up every time. He was absolutely buzzing. His dad was frothing. Mate, I was frothing because I'm just like, how cool is this? <laughs> I just sort of respect them for – Putting in that effort and walking all the way up the beach when they had no idea Heading about off the anything. Track. Yeah, off the beaten track with yeah. their little came up bodyboards, and then they came up there and they tried to get a couple of things of it. It wasn't working, and then they got rewarded by this kid. And mate, the kid was loving it, mate. Obviously, he's just he's 
he's from a place where it doesn't surf. And, and his dad, I said, mate, he's doing extremely well for someone who's never caught a wave before. And he said, oh, well, he snowboards, you know. Okay. And I'm like, oh, there's obviously some transition there because – that was five in a row. He didn't even fall off, you know. Really? Only white waters, but well, still, yeah. you know, like straight to his feet, popped up yeah. on every one. So, mate, that was cool. Gave me a buzz That's of amazing, um, getting, you know, a, uh, a first-timer in the water and it was just cool to see someone putting in effort and getting rewarded instead of just hanging with the masses yeah, and, nah, you know. Yeah. Cool. So that was, uh, that was my New Year's Day. So Steve Irwin to those two Dutchmen for um, Sick. having a crack. Now, you're not going to believe this, mate, but – I actually, I actually tracked down this young fella, this young Dutch Dutch kid. So he's now 17 years old. He's actually become the Dutch national surfing champion. He's, the, he's going to the Olympics. He's, going, he's made the Olympic <laughs> team and he's here with us right now. Paul Van Dyke, come on down. I'd like to thank Ed's Kennedy. Did he bring the Amsterdam seeds with him? <laughs> I, I think so. I think I might have had a couple of those before he yeah. before he started. It was a big build up for um, a round of applause. Yeah, did you? Oh, yeah, I, I so thought he had something. No, Adzi, he wanna, he's here. Okay. He's, he's just a bit shy. All right. You know. I want to ask you, Adzi, did yeah. you ask the old man if he'd been to Amsterdam? Oh well, he's from. Yeah, of course he has. I mean, I didn't ask him, but uh, I just assumed that he would have been <laughs> coming from the Netherlands. <laughs> But uh, yeah, all right. No, so that was cool. What do you guys yeah, got? No, nice Steve. T-Bone's got a Steve. My, I just more of a sh- shout out than than a Steve, but it could be a combination. I want to shout out this new sunglass 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 brand that uh, a local lad has um, kicked off. Epic pair of uh, I got a actually got myself a pair of Epic sunglasses. So via. The, the brand's called V-A-Y-A. So check them out on socials, via.visual. That's their Instagram handle. Epic uh, selection of sunglasses. Who's making them? Josh O'Brien. Jobby. Jobby, surfer. local lad. Local um, charger. He is, he is. Pretty good at, at rolling around the mats as well. He puts me into some he, pretty fucked up positions. He loves men's armpits in his face, doesn't he? Loves them. But uh, yeah, well, mate, maybe, maybe he can... Uh, you know, send a few our way and we can test them out. Mate, they're, they're an epic, uh, epic uh, sunny and, I, and they also do um, safety glasses as well. I've got to speak to Jobby about that. But Stylish an, safety glasses yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah. He, does, he doesn't talk this much about our actual sponsors, no. Cheeky Monkey and yeah. Forrestar. Yeah, that's right. Well, you know, you, you, you want to... Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> you, want, you, you want to promote and, uh, someone who's gone out on a limb to just try to kick yeah, off like a small business. Yeah, like Cheeky Monkey and Forrester and Shark Eyes Wetsuits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. But, uh, and speaking of Shark Eyes Wetsuits... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I saw, saw, saw some young fella in our surf yesterday uh, paddle around in he Shark did. Eyes Wetty. So we, I paddled past him. We gave each other that Shark Eyes uh, wink. You we got wanna... a little blue zip, buddy. Yeah. I got a little blue zip. Yeah, let's be friends. We got some eyes on our backs. Yeah, fucking sick. You must have been cooking in that yesterday, huh? Uh, yeah, it was pretty warm. Yeah, yeah pretty but, warm. But uh, yeah. I like to keep the sun off, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, T-Bone was just naked apart from his sunnies. Yeah. His <laughs> sunnies, so. Yeah, just, cool. Uh, he couldn't see anything, but people could see him, but he couldn't see them, so great he was words, fine. Great words, he was fine. Um, I had a Steve Irwin, but I can't remember what it was. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, oh well. Anyway. Yeah, all, all good. good. Everyone's all good. All right, uh, I, think we're, I think we're done. Yeah, we're, we're uh, done. We've uh, had a pretty good episode here. It's been, a, you know, it's been fun. Friday afternoon. It's been fun for us. 
been fun for us. Um, yeah, so good luck to everyone at the sunset uh, this weekend. Looking Looks forward. like it's going to start. Maybe maybe Sunday morning our time we might get our first day. Uh, yes. Which is this Saturday. I think you're right. Think so you're that right. Yeah. would uh, – it's always enjoyable to wake up Sunday morning and just roll over and put on some Hawaii <laughs> fucking competition on it. You get yeah. up, wake up a little bit earlier, you know. T-Barn will um, just about be winning his round one heat of the over-45s at that point. So, well done, T-Bone. See if I can get over a four. Anything before we go, fellas? Um, I should mention quickly, thanks to people who have been reaching out about the Spotify episodes. Oh, yeah. Something's going on there. They're fucking gone. I don't don't know what's happened. I've reached out. Fucking AI, mate. That's what it is. I know. They've stolen your shit. Now that you've tapped in, they're like, this is a two-way street, buddy. Yeah, when no, this, is, this was actually before that. Oh, was it? Anyway, I've spoken to Castos, who host our potty, and said, sort it out. Already What's going on? Yeah, uh, it's, yeah it's all right. It's, you know, 30 bucks a month, whatever it is. T-Bone, before we go. No, mate. No, let's go. Looking forward to sunset. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.